Seems fair. All right, all right, but you guys got to see if you can sleep over for the rest of the weekend. It's Saturday at 2.30. That means we have 39 hours to play games for you until school on Monday. Woohoo! Awesome. Oh, crap. What? I'm supposed to go to the lake with my family tomorrow and swim and play in the stupid sun. Dude, we got games for you. I know, I know. Well, look, I'll stay over anyway so I can play for 18 hours, and then I'll go to the lake. Don't forget to bring a towel. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. How's it going, bud? Oh, it's absolutely nothing's going on. Nothing? No. That's nice. No, actually, I mean, no, a lot's going on. <laughs> okay. I, was, I was joking because we have, we just, we're, we might see. Oh, in politics, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's getting real interesting and we'll get into all of that. Yeah, but. we might we might actually, you know, be adults through our first uh, president being impeached. We'll see. We'll see. So, we'll see. Um, <laughs> fascinating, regardless. Yeah. Uh, for me, I finished something that was three years in the making. I finished, um, I finally completed something. Uh-oh. Have any guesses what it might be? Complete. Oh, is it Pokemon? Yeah. <laughs> I finally finished my hunt, my 150, my, my original 151. Did you? Yeah. So Congratulations. I was super, thank you. I was super stoked. I hatched Farfetch'd. It was my last one that I needed. And there was this. Wait, um, you didn't have one? Mm-mm. Oh. Because those are regionals. Oh. So when they released... Okay. Pokemon Go originally, right? Uh, Farfetch'd, Kangaskhan, and Mr. Mime and Taros were all regional. Taros being right. the regional for North America, and you'd have to go to Europe to get Mr. Mime, uh, Asia to get Farfetch'd, and then Australia to get Kangaskhan. Mm-hmm. And that's not. Um, they changed they, that. They just well, they made them available to hatch through seven K eggs. So wow, but only during a very sp- like only during like a three week event. Okay, so I was like I was dude I Running was walking <laughs> so much buying incubators like sending gifts like buying gifts, them you can only get seven k eggs through sending gifts to people. Oh, so like I was constantly like sending gifts like telling people to, like hey like thank God CJ you you were awesome <laughs> you were the only you were like the only one who consent content like consistently sent me gifts every single day yeah you made my dreams come true oh my thank you gosh. i don't think you realize how much it was but i'm pretty sure i got far-fetched out of one of the eggs that you sent really? me so D- thank you did you freak out oh dude i was so excited because i kept hatching because <laughs> because you don't it's not guaranteed that it's a regional right like seven k's can be all sorts of things and i kept getting just garbage for most of them mm-hmm. I, I hatched i don't know countless of these things mm-hmm. i just was walking everywhere that's all i did for like a week was like take the <laughs> i took the dogs on lots of walks yeah they were stoked so now yeah. they'd be like damn dad needs a new mission <laughs> so i have a couple kangaskhans a couple mr mimes um if anybody out a there a couple yeah, so oh, I have four. Geez. I have four Mr. Mimes and two Kangaskhans, but only one far fetched. Of wild. all of the seven Ks I act, I hatched, I only got one far fetched. Hmm. So it was the last. It was like one of the last ones I that I had. So so where were you? Paint this picture for me. Well, I was walking the dogs just around Salmon Creek Elementary School. Okay, and I was just walking back, and I was buying. Um, That's the one right by your house. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I was buying those more expensive incubators, like the ones that cut the walking time in half. Oh so my god! I, I, I must have spent like twenty bucks on incubators. <laughs> Real money? Real money? Oh, I love it! So I was I was walking back and I was getting so mad because every time like you'd be like it, the little like egg thing would pop up on your screen and be oh yep. like something's gonna yep. hatch and then you're you're waiting you're like please 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 
like freaking Geodude, like the Aloe and mm-hmm. Geodude. Like you can catch that in the wild. Like that's stupid. <laughs> or if you get like, or it's like another fucking Taros, and I was pissed. And then finally, man, it 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 hatched, and I saw Farfetch, and I was like, I finally did it. No, I was, wow. I just like in the middle of the street, just threw my hands up in the air. And I was so excited. I had to tell Kylie. And did you run home to tell Kylie? <laughs> you just dropped no, the she leashes was at, and no, run. No, she was still at work, oh. but. Um, no, but then you're I like, re- call me right I, now. I, emergency. I, text, I text Matt Reeves about it and didn't get an answer back. So, <laughs> but then he has the audacity to ask me to come help him um, pick up some furniture. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, you don't I'm, get help without no, celebrating I, Pokemon. I, I know. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, but yeah, him and his, uh, him and his girlfriend are getting a place together and they're moved. They're buying furniture. He's helping. He's like moving locally. I think so. Oh, okay. I think so. He had some pretty witty comments on his pictures from... From DC. Yes. Those, some of those are pretty fun. Pretty good. Egg, I the, was impressed. The eggshell thing with the White House, like the eggshell white. Uh-huh. He's like, no, and then he's like, they, otherwise they'd call it the egg house. <laughs> Nobody wants to live in the egg. I don't know. So, he had some good well, ones. Only only Matt's sense of humor makes mm-hmm. that work. I like but, it, though. Mm-hmm. It was good. I was impressed. Yeah. Um, well, congratulations, Jake. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I, After three years. And it's just kind of like, and then it just stopped. I'm like, well, what now? Yeah. Do I keep playing to I catch mean, the regional? Because they the re- just released Gen 5, but Gen 5 is kind of stupid. That's what I was going to say. There's all these generations now. Yeah. Anyway. Well, your life is over now. It has no meaning. No meaning. Uh, it's interesting that you had ex- uh, a video game news, because I have video game okay. news. Okay. I didn't... Oh, man. I don't ever play with you anymore. It's sad. I don't play video games anymore. I know. It's sad. Uh, Trump just tweeted again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to announce it every time he tweets during this podcast. Okay. He's going nuts right now. Um, so Isn't he at the UN? Hey, I think so. Like, Dude, don't you have better things to do? No, he's busy. Okay. Mm, his world is crumbling around him, possibly. Uh, so, the other... Uh, it was like last Wednesday or something. Uh, I used my Xbox for a media station. I watched Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um other like movies and stuff on there so i go to turn it on and it's just not turning on like i'm pressing the i have the first generation the first xbox yeah, yeah, yeah me too. do you have that okay yeah. so i'm like touching it and it's like it's not really a button it's like a yeah. touch sensitive so i'm like touching it and touching it it's not turning on i'm grabbing the xbox i'm unplugging from the wall plugging it back in like trying to hard reset it nothing and i'm like oh no that's that's frustrating i was like is this dead and then, so I wait. I was like, well, maybe I'll unplug it from everything and then plug it all again on Thursday. So next day, because I don't have time to like, I had to go to work mm-hmm. and do school. Yeah. So <clears throat> I postponed it and didn't fix it. And then Friday comes around. Well, Friday night is my game night. So I now with my new job, I get off early enough to play at 10 with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I Thursday comes around and it's just still not working. And so I'm like frantically Googling. What is wrong? What is wrong? What is wrong? And they're like, well, it's either crashed and just done, or it's the power source, the little power brick mm-hmm. that comes with it. And I was like, well, shit. Well, I'll order a power brick. So then it's like, your power brick will be arriving on Saturday. I'm like, well, Saturday's on Friday. How am I going to game on Friday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Jen goes, well, your birthday's on Saturday. And I was like, yeah. She goes, if, if we don't stay out all night, I'll buy you a new Xbox. I was like, what? She's like, yeah. And I was like, I won't stay out all night then. So 
She's like, all right, well, I don't really know what to get, so how this is Friday now. She's like, how's this going to work? And I'm at work, and I'm, like, looking on, like, GameStop, and I'm like, all right, there's a used one at GameStop for $1.99. Um, I was like, you can put it, like, on hold, and then I was like, I put it on hold. It's in your name. All you have to do is go in there and just say, hey, I have an Xbox on hold. My name's Jennifer, and I'm, I just grab it, and then that's it, and then I can game tonight. And she's like, well, what about the power cord? And I was like... Well, if it was the power cord, then we have two Xbox ones. Yeah, right. <laughs> and she's like, uh, I don't know. And I was like, no, I'll throw it up on OfferUp or something for like mm-hmm. 100 bucks. People sell those things for like $150. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So if I put it in there for 100 That's I just got be... a new Xbox for 100 bucks. Yeah. So, <clears throat> which isn't bad, right? No. So, <clears throat> dude. So you have to re-download all your games. That's annoying. I've already started doing the ones that I actually play. Dude, I'll get to all this. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, sorry for all the game talk. I know there's some people who hate it, but it's, this was an interesting story. Okay. So, uh, I, I, I reserve it and I'm at work and Jen's like gets off at like four and she's like, all right, I'm going to go to head to GameStop and I'm going to pick this up. And I'm like, do not let them try to sell you anything else. I don't want anything else. Just get the Xbox. That's it. And it was this like teal, um, Xbox one S. Mm. With a a great uh blue, a blue, teal blue controller, blue Xbox blue controller, f- uh, five hundred gigs. That's it, and it said like online. No, it said one terabyte for two twenty nine, and I was like, that's more memory than I got. Let's do it. So she goes there, and then she's like, she's like, can I call you? And I was like, oh my gosh, and I'm at work. Yeah. So I run into the other room, and I'm like, what's up? She's like, hey, the guy here, he's like, says they don't have the teal one, and they're like giving you all these options, and I don't know what you want to do. She's like, so I'm going to put you on speakerphone. I was like, wait, so they put it on hold, but then actually have it. Yes. Bastards. So then I get, I get on the phone and I'm like, what's going on? He's like, Hey, so we have this one. No, no, no. You know what? One I put on hold was, uh, it was a battlefield one. Oh, okay. It's a battlefield special edition. One terabyte, two twenty nine. It was kind of like off gray. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we don't have the battlefield one. I'm so sorry. Must've been a glitch in the system. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. So I'm like, uh, okay, cool. Um, he's like, but we have the teal one. It's only 500 gigs and it's one ninety nine. And I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, or for $300, you can get the, uh, <clears throat> a refurbished Xbox one X. Which is the one that plays yeah, on 4K, uh-huh, the high uh-huh. performance one. But and it only matters if you have a 4K TV. I'm already written it off because yeah. I don't have a 4K TV and I don't care that much mm-hmm. because the new generation, I guarantee, is going to come out in the next few years. Yeah, exactly. If not next year. Yeah. So this is just to play my Xbox One. The new generation? Like they're. they're I, I make, wouldn't be making, surprised. making the one obsolete. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't say a year. Maybe I'd give it like a few years because it's usually around 10 years and I think it's been seven. Yeah. The 360 has. 360 had a long run. A long run. So. He's like, so there's Xbox One X, blah, 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 blah. Or you can get the Xbox One X uh, NBA Special Edition that was, and then, like, he started, like, saying all these, throwing all these prices at me, right? Yeah. And I'm on the phone, and I'm like, okay, uh, just get the X, the NBA Edition one. And then, so I get off the phone, and Jen texts me, and she's like, that one's an Xbox One X, and it's $500. I'm like, oh, my God, no, I don't want that one. So I call him back, and I'm like, no, I don't want that one. I thought that one was an Xbox One S. Just get me. And they're like, well, we have this and we have that. And he's just like throwing all this shit at me. And I just go, you know what? Just give me the teal one. The 500 gig teal one for $200. That's it. That's all I want. Nothing more. Nothing less. Check her out. That's it. Yeah. 
What a douche. And he's like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for this, right? So then Jen, and I hang up, and I'm back at work. And then I get a text from Jen, and it goes, so, dot, dot, dot. The teal one is actually gray. That's the one that you wanted from the beginning, right? I wanted the teal one. Oh, but didn't the one you put on hold was a, like a gray? It was like, it, no, but it was like a, a different one, a special edition one. Oh, okay. But the teal one that I was like, I really like the color. Let's go with the teal one. Yeah. They're like, okay, fine. And then Jen texted me and was like, they don't have the teal one. It's actually a gray Xbox. What are these people doing? <laughs> I don't know. I just said, fuck it. I don't care. I don't care. And Jen's like, well, it's not the one you wanted. It was like, I just want... To play games with my friends tonight and not have you be harassed by these nerds at GameStop. I know. Leave now. Just take it and go. And she's like, okay. Dude, GameStop people are the worst. Oh, my. What an idiot. It's just know. like progressively just got did, dumber. Like It's like he was just looking on his computer the entire time he was talking to you instead of actually looking at the merchandise to see what he He must had. have been. Yeah. And Jen said on the box it was labeled blue. When you open it, there's clearly a gray Xbox. And then, and then this dude had the audacity to tell Jen... Well, I mean, it's kind of like a kind of like a, a light gray, so I could see how it could be like it viewed as like a blue. Oh fuck! <laughs> Jesus, as someone who works in retail, like yes. that's inexcusable. Yes, that is absolutely inexcusable. So so dumb. You just don't say that. Yeah. If you fucked up that bad, you don't you don't try to be like, well, you know, you don't try to salvage it and try to say, yeah. well, I could see how it could, might be a no. You just be like. So I'm sorry. I work for a shitty company. Yeah. And I apologize. Eat it. Yeah. Eat it. I wish I was there. Because <laughs> I, I would have just been like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> yeah. Like that. And I don't ever get like that. But it was just like, oh, it was so annoying. <laughs> I I couldn't imagine. That, so, that, that is just, oh, that makes me hurt. It was so dumb. They're just so hearing that story. I hate going there. Yeah. But they do have used consoles. So it's like the best option instead yeah. of paying full price. So do their used consoles work? I mean, I bought my switch used. Really? And it's still running strong. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can't, I can't believe you picked up a switch used like that quickly. It was right away. I it know. was weird. Just, it, they released it and then you bought your used switch like less than a month mm-hmm. after it had, so, so evidently someone must have bought it and been like, this console sucks. So yeah. And just traded it in. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, it's good for use, but that place is stupid. Dude, I mean, it's it's unfortunate because like, I see there's, they always have posts on Indeed. Like, they're always, seem to always oh, be hiring, hiring. Especially the one up here in Salmon Creek. Right. There's like, a, there's like a constant Indeed ad. Yeah. And so they must just have incredible employee turnover. Yeah. And they don't pay anything. No. So, I mean... I don't know. They're probably just getting anybody in there. Like, have you ever played a video game before? Yes, you're hired. It's like, <laughs> Can you spell video game? Yeah. All right. Maybe not even that, dude. What these guys can't even tell what color fucking I, consoles are. I know. It, it would, would probably suck. It's like he had nothing to do with that's actual nothing. labeling. And he yeah. would, and, but instead of you would think like if there was that kind of a mess up, that logic would dictate that you go and you pull out in visibly inspect everything that's supposedly in your inventory before right. you start listing prices again yeah. to to these customers that you've already like messed up with. But instead of he pro- I'm sure he was just sitting there on his computer saying, "Well, this is what I have in inventory" instead of actually going back and looking at it. Oh, that reminds me. So right before right when I said, "Fuck it, give me the teal one. I don't care anymore. Just give me the teal one." He's like, "Well, wait. Actually, oh my gosh, we we do have the Battlefield one that you were looking for." But he didn't. But he said he did. Yeah. But after he told me he didn't. But did they? Yes. 
So how come you didn't end up going with that one from the beginning? Because I was pissed. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I was just like, because it was more money. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I'm like, I'm not giving you more money. And they're like, but it has more memory. I said, I have external hard drive, dude. I don't care. Just give me the gray one. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Give me a blue one because I thought it was blue. But I thought it was interesting that immediately after me going, you know what? I don't want the expensive ones. Just yeah. give me the basic one. Then they had the oh, one that I wanted. Guaranteed. That was That's a, what yeah. I thought. I yeah. said, you know a, what, Jen? They I were guar- pulling a bait and switch on you guys. I said, I guarantee you they said that they didn't have that one to try to upsell me. Mm-hmm. And then when I went for the cheapest one, they were like, oh, shit. Oh, we do have it. I was like, no, I'm not playing that game. Give me the cheapest one you got. Yeah. So. FM. Yeah. Um, real quick, I played the beta for a new Modern Warfare. Yeah. Good. Dude. Is it good? Dude. It's going to be fun. The story looks fantastic. I don't care about the story, you nerd. Well, I do. (laughs) I know you do. It's going to be fun. You should get it and start playing at least Fridays. Come on. You got one day, one night a week. At least Fridays? Come on. Come on. Maybe. Stop it. I know you're not playing. I'll buy. I'll buy. I'm going to buy the game when it comes out. There's another game I really want to buy. It's called Greedfall. Mm hmm. And it's um, kind of an RPG game. I've never even heard of it. Do you play RPGs? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Creed, that looks lame. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a pirate? Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a, a 16th um, or it's like a 17th a century aesthetic. <laughs> it's fine. Everybody's, lame. Got, I mean, everybody's got their own uh, their own tastes. Is it I, I, per- I Yeah, it oh, came okay. out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I'm... Um, I just I prefer getting like I'm, like I love the the medium of video games for storytelling. I think it can it, it's really good and immersive. So that's why you play that one game, Mass Effect. Yeah. yeah. So and so <laughs> I mean it is cool. I so like you build point. your you build your you build your um you basically build your own story. There's like on this like game twenty different possible endings depending upon your your story choices. So um, I mean it kind of looks like what's it called? What? I mean, as far as graphics, that other game you play. Assassin's Creed? Yeah. Yeah, it's very similar. Okay. Very, very similar. Yeah, yeah but it's different developers, so I wonder how much they... And even they like I, I even look, look at the, like the combat mechanics mm-hmm. all, are all very much similar. like Assassin's Creed. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so The I, old Assassin's Creed. The new yeah, Assassin's Creed. that looks older. The, old new, the, the two newest Assassin's Creeds, they completely changed all the mechanics, like mm-hmm. all of it. Um. I don't like the new for ones. For better. Oh, for yeah. worse. Okay. For, well, I'm sure it's for better for for some people, but yeah. for me, I don't like it. Um. So Saturday went out for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Went to this uh, little video game bar in Vancouver. So in the past, I think I talked about this a little bit last week, but I've gone to like video game bars in Portland. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, oh, it's Portland. It's a whole thing, right? So went to this one in Vancouver. Now, this bar was cool. As far as like capability, mm-hmm. service was probably the shittiest I've ever, ever, ever had at a bar. What's Maybe with, even what's with, restaurant. What's with video game people and giving shitty service? Dude, it was so bad. It was so bad. Oh, I, I love hearing bad. The, bad just like, like you, there was a line. There was two, two serve, two like people at work in the bar, and then someone in the kitchen, and it was just like you would wait in line for ten minutes, fifteen minutes to order something. Ugh. It was bad, dude. So then they have TVs all over the the bar. How many people were there with your group? Six. Okay. I think. One, two, three, four, five, six. Hold on, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, Brian, me, Jesse, Cody, Andrew. Six. Okay. okay. So um, there's all these TVs all over the bar with all different consoles, and then they have like 
some TVs that have consoles behind the bar, and you just tell them what you want to play, and then they'll turn that console on and then project it to a TV, mm-hmm. and then they give you the controllers. We got the massive, like, big screen, like, projector screen in the middle of the bar, and we played, like, Madden, and then we played, like, Halo, and it was fun. Yeah. But we were playing Halo, and I probably laughed the hardest I've ever laughed. No one will appreciate this unless they play video games, so I'm sorry for those who don't, but there was this moment... You played Halo, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're playing Halo 3. Halo 3, yeah. And we're on this map, and I have the sword, but Mm -hmm. I'm hiding it, so I just have my gun out, and I'm shooting my friend Brian, and then (laughs) I run from him, and I run around this corner, and then my teammate Cody comes out, and Brian like sees Cody and starts shooting Cody, thinking it's me, and then from behind the corner, I pulled out my sword and just knifed him in the back. And some those of us who weren't playing saw me do it, and we were all laughing so hard. <laughs> we just tricked his ass. He was like, what the fuck? I was shooting you. And they were like, no, dude, that wasn't him. Jeff was hiding in the corner, and it was, it was very sneaky. That's funny. Yeah. That is very sneaky. Nerds. Anyways, so let's get down. Halo, to, Halo 3. Yeah. God, it's been a long time since I played Halo. The new Halo's coming out next year. I'm picking uh, how, that up. How are the they show. going with – how are they – carrying on this dude five it, it, is good it doesn't i guess it doesn't matter but how are they carrying on this story at this point oh nobody plays the story well i don't play the story okay <laughs> i'm sure they i don't remember i don't know how they did i did like the first three the first i mean three as far as story great. it was yeah. awesome i love the co-op because that was like the first time you could actually yeah. play co-op with your friends but then story. i get i get so tired of like okay go here okay now go here okay now go over here Okay, now go. It gets old to me. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know where they're going with the story. I don't know where they've gone with the story. But the new one comes out. I'm gonna get that one for sure. Mm-hmm. So, President Trump. President Trump. What's going on, dude? Well, I mean, I, <laughs> if you if you if you live under a rock, you you don't you don't know what's going on. But there was a. Um, otherwise, I don't know how you could have uh, could have could have avoided at least any mention of, of it, but Nancy Pelosi, um, the Speaker of the House, filed formal and, and inf- a formal impeachment inquiry. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that he's being impeached or it's going to the Senate for an invest for an actual trial. Right. All that means is that she's instructing her committee chairman, the six committees, to um, the six committees to launch an investigation within within their scopes under the broad under the more broad blanket of more broad umbrella of did has trump committed crimes these six committees will put together their findings give it to the judicial committee the judicial committee will come up with a determination and then if they feel like it's appropriate there'll be a a vote on the house floor the house if, if the house votes to impeach that means it goes to the senate who would then hold a trial Mm-hmm. So we're still a long way from removal from office. Mm-hmm. Um, if that even comes, I mean, if, even that comes to it, even if, you know, there, I'm not saying it's going to happen or anything like that. I'm just saying we're very far away from even that happening. Oh, yeah. And I think that the connotation is as if a president's impeached, he's out, which isn't the case. Right. Impeachment is just a term for a basically an investigation but it should also be noted that it doesn't mean that the president has committed anything any crimes that's not what the constitution necessarily <laughs> states it doesn't have to be necessarily criminal activity it just has to you can be impeached for putting your own self-interest above the national security or the interests of the, of the country if they right. can they can prove that so um we're we are a we're we're at the very beginning of a what's going to be a very long 
drawn out process. That's gonna honestly just going to divide this country even even more than it already is. Yeah, that's my concern. Yeah. So what are what are um, you want to get into what the what <clears throat> yeah, the reason was? Um, but I want to note real quick that it's Wednesday that we're recording this. So this will come out tomorrow. So who knows what the hell will be new by tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, I woke up this morning thinking the transcripts weren't going to be released, and then all of a sudden the transcripts were available this yeah. morning before recording. So we were scram- I didn't scrambling trying to read through those. I got a text this morning at eight a.m. What time was it specifically? Um, Seven sixteen. So I wasn't even awake yet, and because I woke up at eight fifteen, and it says, "Is this going to finally be the moment?" And then I knew, I knew they released the transcripts. I go- instantly Googled Trump, and then that came up mm-hmm. that they released them. So yeah, so the whistle blow, the whist- the whistleblower, which is what started all of this. Yeah, um, a whistleblower filed a um, a complaint or like a a complaint with the Solicitor General, mm-hmm. um, someone in the intelligence community who hasn't been named. We don't know who this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, overheard this conversation, felt that it was in the context of everything that was going on right was serious enough and the solicitor general did um late like categorized it i forget what the terminology is but mm-hmm. categorized it as the most like serious ethics violation mm-hmm. um and if Damn. something if something is quoted as that mm-hmm. <clears throat> legally the solicitor general in the national security in the national security council have to provide that was com- that complaint to Congress and the, the administration is holding that up. Mm. So that's one of, that was like what sparked a lot of this early, like this, this, that's what sparked a lot of this early, um, investigation into, well, mm-hmm. wanting to investigate okay. further into, into okay. Trump and it's, and now it's unveiled, unveiled a lot of different stuff. We had the transcripts being released. He just tweeted again. Sorry. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. So, Hold on, I'm trying to open this tweet and see what, because he posted the video for the House uh, Republican leaders, um, and then him on Fox News mm-hmm. talking about it. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh, whistleblower. So, um, he said something I thought was kind of weird earlier. He said that he said this. He goes, "Yeah, the whistleblower." I'm, I hope I'm not misquoting him because I just watched it in a video real quick. But something along the lines of, like, the whistleblower was bipartisan, so he's um, a part of the other party. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, what are... I don't know. I just want people to be aware. And I know that our our listeners are going to be, but I wish that we had more people who disagreed with us listening, which why would you do that? Because people know that we don't want to hear shit that they don't believe that doesn't reaffirm their beliefs. But I wish that there was a way to tell people just to be cautious on how much of the juice you drink from Trump, because if there's a possibility that you're in trouble, you're going to do anything to prevent or protect yourself. So, all these people are going to do is regurgitate and repeat the things that he says. And the one thing that I think is going to happen is, and I've already seen it on Fox News this morning, Mm -hmm. but Trump, Fox, and his followers are going to focus on denying quid pro quo 
because it's not explicit in the conversation. But it's definitely alluded to. Well, it's alluded to. And we have Sky- uh, Skylar listens, and he definitely yeah. um, he definitely pushes back. So I we, appreciate there, Skylar because there, there are, always chats there, with I think us. there yeah. are a few people. Right, but I'm talking about all the, the people at work and all these these people who just they hear things and then they just say them or that this is their this is their untouchable leader and he can do no wrong and and i said this during the Mueller investigation i asked them if he's guilty if he is found guilty of these crimes how can you support him and at that point when i put it and framed it in that way those people said if he committed those crimes then i can't which was so so good to hear but you also need to look at something like this in that in that frame, I think. Mm-hmm. But he's so good, and his, his administration and his people are so good at manipulating. Well, we really didn't say that. But it's like, dude, if you look at your actions prior to this conversation and what you said during this conversation, you're saying that. Yeah. Well, the, getting into the actions part, yeah. you put it in. Con- Let's you, go ahead and sorry. What were you saying about Skylar as far as listening? Oh, I just like he disagrees with us. With yeah. us yeah, yeah. And he listens. Yeah. And he gives I do us appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there are, are there are a few. And I want those um, people to listen more because when Skylar interacts with us and he talks about, you know, I don't agree with this. It makes us think about things in a different way, mm-hmm. which is what we're doing. You know, right now, it's just you and me talking to each other. And it's like, uh. You know, there's no there's no outside influence. But when we have people who disagree with us coming back and giving us things to think about, I appreciate that Mm -hmm. because we might be giving people things to think about, but not not hearing. You know, that's just what we're just talking about, blah, 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 blah. So I do appreciate when people write back because I know even Donna has disagreed with us sometimes and she'll talk to us and be Mm -hmm. like nibs. And then we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I do appreciate that. For sure. Go ahead. No. um, Actions. Action. So, <laughs> so the uh, the I mean the his words placed in in full context. Yeah. I think that here's here's the thing with the Mueller investigation. Right. right? It's like we were so focused on framing it as collusion right off the bat right. that we that we basically we we talked about this at length. We don't have to get back into the Mueller investigation, yeah. but we really we like the the Congress made it impossible for them to actually act on anything in the Mueller report because it didn't explicitly state collusion. And that's what they had. That's what the Congress and media Mm -hmm. had framed it as from the beginning, that it was like this deep seated collusion. And it really wasn't, it was more financial. It was more like he's inviting, he's inviting um, interference into our election. And that in itself is a national security risk. Look into this, but we had already focused so much on that he explicitly colluded that there wasn't any like explicit evidence that that showed that. Right. And I'm I'm worried that that's what's going to happen here is that we're so if you which is why I don't know I don't know if that's going to happen here because it's it's way different. Um, the invest the investigation is going to be way more it seems to be way more encompassing by bringing in all six committees mm-hmm. in the house to look at different aspects of potential crimes committed or potential national security threats um, caused by the pursuit of this president's own Mm self-interest if they happened. And so I I think it's going to be way different, but the actions of the president placed in context is very important here because prior to calling the president, several days before calling the president, the president canceled funds appropriated to Ukraine Mm -hmm. 
for it was both financial and military assistance Mm -hmm. and and then calls several days later to say hey will you look into biden for me Mm -hmm. a political opponent who he knows is his political opponent and at this point biden is still leading in the polls so he's asking ukraine to assist his campaign Mm -hmm. in digging up dirt on a political opponent this is a foreign even if there's nothing even if it comes out there there's nothing illegal about this ask yourself if you're comfortable with a foreign government providing assistance to a campaign for domestic elect for our domestic elections and if if your gut if your gut reaction is yes think about again flipping onto your own party or your own representative that you are supporting and running how would you feel if they were investigated by a foreign government? You'd be, you know, because people don't ever flip it like that. Yeah. They're always like, oh, well, I mean, if, if he's doing something wrong, then I want somebody to investigate it. I don't care who it is. Okay, right. But until it's your guy or your girl or man, lady, woman, mm-hmm. or your team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, go ahead. Well, sorry. I mean, it's 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 even slightly more than that. It's the the president using his position yeah. as president yes. to help his own campaign by using American interests and American power to help his own campaign's interests. Now, it's a fine line, right? We'll we'll talk about we'll talk about here's the other, the other angle that the, the the Trump camp is going to go on this is mm-hmm. it's going to be see whataboutism they're going to go with it's classic whataboutism yeah, and yeah. That, um, it's been a constant tactic of politicians throughout time mm-hmm. like in, in not just this president but this president does employ it is that well biden did it yeah and we'll get we'll, we'll get into that in yeah, a second and there it's there are some similarities but there's also some very key differences mm-hmm. and i'm afraid that that nuance is going to get lost either purposefully or through the minutia of the media trying to just go after just go after Trump so hard on this and then not talking about the nuanced differences. I mean it's impossible to have a nuanced difference in a 5 minute soundbite, right? Like you have to sit we have to have a sit down conversation to talk about the main differences between what Biden did in Ukraine and what President Trump has done and supposedly done in Ukraine. Right. So it and why that's important for these impeachment inqu- for this impeachment inquiry. I don't well, real quick. Let me jump in here, and I want to get address your whataboutism real quick. Mm-hmm. But if you're reading, if you read the the transcript, you know I have this breakdown right here of two sentences from it, or two partial sentences okay. from it, um, and they were back to back in this conversation. Two things said. If you, so, if you're reading it, it's mm-hmm. like two paragraphs. So, yeah. so Zelensky, no, no relation to Wayne Zelensky from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference. I don't know if anybody was thinking that. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, in, in it's 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 it's, bar- it's in this paragraph that he's he's saying on his turn to talk, if you will. Mm-hmm. But Zelensky says. I'd also like to thank you for the great support in the area of defense. And then he's talking about military aid. Yeah. And then and then he goes on and talks a little bit about more. And then Trump go, starts his next and then Trump replies. But within his reply, he goes, I'd like you to do us a favor, though. And then tar- start talking about investigating. Biden. Mm-hmm. So you have somebody. Hey, hey, thank you for all that you do for our country. And then Trump says, well, I'd like you to do us a favor, though. 
He says though. To me, I'm like, oof. Oof. That to me is like, I don't know. I don't know. They're going to be so manipulative about it. What about ism? Er, this morning, Trump posted a video from the 90s of Nancy Pelosi defending or defending the articles of impeachment against Clinton. Okay. So what he's saying is like, this is the person coming after me, and here she is defending the articles of impeachment against Clinton. How could she now say that she wants to look in towards uh, impeaching me? But she was supporting the impeachment against Clinton. Not in this clip. I mean, she she was, but she's saying like, here, I don't remember what exactly she's saying. I don't know. I, I want to say that Pelosi, I think, has done a great job as far as like not going and jumping on this extreme, like radicalized bandwagon of just saying, like, let's impeach him. She's like, dude, we can't like we need to not not only did she want to discuss due process and approaching this appropriately. Yeah. But how important it is to remain bipartisan and working together with the Republicans. She says it. Who knows mm-hmm. if her actions speak differently. But the rhetoric uh, coming from her is far different than some of the extreme liberals on the Democratic side. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I worry about pressure from them. I can't imagine her coming to pressure. But who knows? No, I don't think so, because I think she realizes that regardless of what happens in 2020, she's probably I think she's already said she's done in 2022. Right, so right. I think ha- knowing that regardless of what she does now, right, like she's going to she's stepping down anyway so there's not that like pressure just i don't think younger maybe younger earlier nancy pelosi who yeah. was still concerned with re-election and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff it was probably a little could be a little bit more susceptible to being swayed by by pressure and public Ooh, opinion that's interesting but i think i think seasoned nancy pelosi who's nearing the end of her career um like a john mccain right um sees the bigger picture and I think is less likely to be swayed. Do you think term limits could influence that? I think so. That's I, interesting. I would, I would be 100% in support of term limits yeah. for Congress. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, the president, the, the office of the president wasn't, there was never term limits on the office of the president right. until the mid 1900s. Um, so, but then we, we deemed it necessary eventually and passed a, right. um, in, uh, in, in passed an amendment putting it at two, but, the norm had always like Washington had set the, right. the norm and everybody else followed it until someone didn't. Right. And I, I think now I think you, you start to see with how much there is so much divisiveness in the house and especially in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, you almost think it would be in terms of maybe that's a mechanism for tampering down these, this, this extremism right. polarization is by placing term limits. Um, so you you basically so you it 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 keeps the whims of of emotion I think down, but it also it helps temper the um, the people who are using the office to for their own aspirations right. and to continue their job to continue their career to continue their aspirations mm-hmm. to continue. But if you know what's going to end at a certain time, I imagine your goals change. And you do see the bigger picture. I think using Pelosi and McCain is a, are great examples of mm-hmm. that, especially McCain. What a savage! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think, and I think too is like you get someone like Biden, right, who spent his entire life mm-hmm. on the Hill, 
and now he's running for president. Mm-hmm. That guy has said everything under under the sun. Yeah, like because he's lived through so many different eras and right. like so many different changing of norms and, and expectations and val mm-hmm. and American values and all of a sudden now like people are just pulling out things he said from the 1970s and they're like see you said this and he's like well yeah of course I said this everyone said that <laughs> so it's just like I mean I don't know I feel like our political system would be far less mm. toxic if we just if people were just in and out you, you go do your job and then you return to right. whatever your life was outside of this mm-hmm. this is it's truly a public you're supposed to be a public servant when you're an elected official and i feel like they've become more and more career as time of as time has gone along right right um, interesting that was an interesting point so complete side note yeah but, definitely. Um, anyway uh Quid pro quo? No. What were we talking about? We were talking about Nancy and Trump and oh, okay. doing the whataboutism. Yeah. So I wanted to um, put a pin in the whataboutism really quick okay. because I think it's important to note that the ambassador to Ukraine, who's mm-hmm. been on the post for through several presidencies, right. he's highly seasoned, uh, was sidelined for all of the talks with Ukraine mm-hmm. was not brought in and senior national security council members who are experts on Eastern Europe and Russia yeah. were sidelined for the U S for the U S okay. were sidelined while Trump was doing all was maneuvering with Ukraine mm-hmm. and sending his own personal lawyer, Rudy right. Giuliani as the envoy from the office of the president to Ukraine to negotiate investigations against uh, Vice President Biden. Mm-hmm. That's in itself worrisome. That means right. there's no, there's very little accountability mm-hmm. when you have a, when you have a public officials like the ambassador to Ukraine. Those are all that's all documented stuff. That's all becomes public, oh. potentially public records. You're sending over Rudy Giuliani, his personal lawyer, mm-hmm. to negotiate on behalf of not the office of the official. not an elected official to be the, to um, as the. You know, basically as the mouthpiece mm-hmm. for the office of the president that in itself should also be worrying yeah and, and we're not we're not you and i are are being very careful to try to not um convict the president no. of any wrongdoing no. but it is important to ask yourself this question as we lay out what is happening here what has happened what is in potentially what could happen down the road right is that this is still worrisome behavior and behavior that is honestly indefensible of a president mm-hmm. In something that you wouldn't want Obama to do. God, no. Or you wouldn't want the next Democratic president to do. Mm-hmm. So don't let you... <laughs> you can still support the president generally, but there are some things that are just not defensible, and this is it. Right. Sending Rudy Giuliani to Ukraine to try to investigate a political opponent. Yeah. While you're president, that's not okay. That's just... I'm sorry. That's just not okay. That is not... That is not fit behavior for the for the president of the united states right I don't, and i don't think that's a hot take to say <laughs> right so um what about ism yeah biden so the president when meeting with the pakistan president at the mm-hmm. u.n summit when asked about his ties to the u.n brings up biden and saying well if you knew what biden was doing in ukraine you would bring out they would bring out the electric chair mm-hmm and nobody knew really what he was talking about. Well, now certain there has been some digging by the by different news outlets. There's a really good one in the Atlantic that breaks down Biden's involvement in the Ukraine when he was vice president. And in 2014, 
um, when Vice President Biden was in Ukraine, Ukraine has suffered with corruption for a very long time right. because there's there's been all sorts of influence by Russia to try to undermine Ukraine and keep Ukraine out of NATO. This has been going on for decades. Mm-hmm. And they, Biden's son, who doesn't, Hunter Biden, who doesn't mm-hmm. seem like a, very, a particularly good person, is using his daddy's name to build himself, get him, get him to accumulate wealth. Right. Gets elected to the board of a of an energy company in Ukraine. Okay, and the at that same time a solicitor general, like a solicitor general or in some whatever whoever invest whoever's like the the head investigator for Ukraine for the like the Ukraine's government mm-hmm. was elected, and he was very very light on corruption. And before that, the company that Biden's son was elected to the board of was going to be the subject of an, of an anti-corruption investigation by the Ukrainian government. Mm-hmm. This new guy gets elected that stops. They, the guys light on corruption and basically halts all investigations into multinational Jesus. companies. Yeah. Biden then when in Ukraine says we're going to, so he's there, he's talking and he's open about this. Like there's in 2000, 17 or 2018 right. by before he even was running for president biden talked openly with the council on foreign relations about how he was able to get ukraine to fire this solicitor general who mm-hmm. was light on corruption by saying we're going to hold back a billion dollars in in u.s aid mm-hmm. unless you fire this guy who's light on corruption and put in place somebody who's going to actually try to combat and you know, actually try to instill anti-corruption campaigns mm-hmm. in Ukraine to try to clean up the political system. Which, let me get this right, is could be detrimental to his, his son. son. Exactly. Jesus, dude. So that's that's what I mean. That's kind of that. So that that's right. the start of it. Right. So what ends up happening is Biden says we're going. I'm speaking on behalf of President Obama. He was sent by President Obama to, to deliver this message. We're right. withholding a billion dollars. It wasn't just the United States either. The International Monetary Fund was putting pressure on Ukraine to fire this guy because okay. the International Monetary Fund, Ukraine was seeking um, was seeking loans from the INF, um, IMF, mm-hmm. to and then they said, well, we're the, yeah, we don't have to get into the IMF and their loan <laughs> structures, but basically they have they have loan conditionalities, okay. and in order and one of their conditionalities, if you're going to receive this loan, you have to try to work on anti-corruption campaigns, and one of them was like fire this dude because he's not doing his job, right? And so they end up fi- within a couple hours of Biden giving that kind of quid pro quo, mm-hmm. um, fires that dude and still somebody who old who audit, who starts investigating. Um, this company that his son works for and other mm-hmm. companies after several years of investigations, nothing turns up that the company that Biden's son would work for had was, was corrupt. There wasn't any, any, any oh. investigation didn't turn up anything and no charges were brought. Mm-hmm. Hunter Biden's or Hunter Biden, Biden's son has since, since stepped down from that position okay. is no longer associated with the company. Right. Um, so that is what Trump is referring that's what Trump is referring to when he said they would bring out the elect the elect the electric chair, which mm-hmm. is un- I mean that's ridiculous. That's such hyperbole. Yeah. But you can see that there there are some right there are there are some uh, similarities in right. terms of quid pro quos. Yeah. To Ukraine, withholding money unless something happens. Right. But uh, other than that, 
you get into the nuances of it, there's ma- there's massive differences. One is like investigate trying to decrease corruption. Mm-hmm. Trump can say he was trying to decrease corruption by trying to find out how, you know, was Biden himself helping in that cor- like creating that corruption and like being part of that corruption in Ukraine. So he could say like, well, my investigation was just trying to see was were U.S. officials actually trying to benefit from Ukrainians from Ukraine's corruption and being a part of that whole you know, that whole mess. Right. He could try to. I guess claim that it was was altruistic in nature, Mm -hmm. but then why deny it from the beginning? Like he started, the president denied all of this from the beginning, and it only as stuff more more stuff that came out. Yeah, first he said he didn't, and then he said, "Well, if if first he said he didn't, completely denied it. The second time he was asked about it, he said he did it. Well, he didn't do it, but if he did it, it would be okay. Then he said, okay, well, I did it, but it wasn't." this and then he's like okay well it was this but now it's not but it really isn't bad and i had the i had the power to do it as the office of the president so he's changed his tune four different times on wow so if it's like if it if it was altruistic why did you lie about it from the beginning yeah that's i don't think he understands the role of an elected official and how just the availability the public has to his actions and i think that there is what kept him from getting in trouble with the Mueller investigation it's like just political ignorance yeah like he didn't know he wasn't supposed to do that and there was people around him who kept him from doing really really the things that would have gotten him in trouble yes. and i think that in the, in a way this is what might get him off this time is that he's so politically ignorant mm-hmm. is that he's doing things without explicit and like with the intention but like right. the motive like the motives are, are aren't it's so weird but i think that this yeah. might is this, he can just play political ignorance and then that it's somehow okay right how the fuck does that work for the president <laughs> because it's the president <laughs> and we've allowed for the expansion of the office yeah over the last you know three decades i mean the language alone like i will say we do a lot for ukraine we spend a lot of effort and a lot of time um, the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. He says that twice. Oh, this is the president. Yeah. Okay. No, this is the transcript. This, but this is the president speaking. Yes. Okay. Uh, the United States has been very good to Ukraine. I wouldn't say it's uh, it's reciprocal necessarily because things are happening that are not good. But the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. I mean, it's just shady the way you're fucking talking there, dude. But that's the way he talks. I he know talks it is in, the way he, he talks. He talks in, in generalizations, and he talks surface level with, with very little, if any, specifics, because I don't think he actually knows the specifics. If you were to actually ask him, hey, President Trump, if you were to sit down with him off the record, and you were to get him candid, yeah. ask him what specifically is the history of the U.S. and you, like the history be- between the U.S. and Ukraine and what no. kind of aid packages and what kind of assistance the Ukraine or the United States and NATO and stuff like that have done. He wouldn't yeah. be able to tell you because I don't think he honestly knows. Yeah. So I don't know. That's why he t- I think that's why he talks in such vague with such vagueness is because he doesn't really have anything else to say. Right. It's every topic is like this. It's every super, topic. It's super vague. Yeah. Uh, I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. Whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it if it, if that's possible. Um, when talking of uh, CrowdStrike, what's CrowdStrike? Because he mentions that in the in the conversation. I, I don't know. I'm not actually sure on that. Google it. Um, what is it? Oh, a cybersecurity firm, CrowdStrike, is linked to Trump's call with Ukraine. Because he mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
and then he says, uh, shoot, where is it? Shoot, shoot, no, oh, God, no, oh. Um, the other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution, and that a lot of people f- want to find out about that. So whatever you can, so, I think do, with the attorney general would be great. It sounds horrible to me. It doesn't appear that the facts would indicate that Hunter Biden had anything to do with the stopping of the investigation. If anything, um, his dad potentially laid the groundwork for an investigation. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. Either way, it seems like Hunter Hunter Biden is a pretty shady character. Right. Like he's put his dad in a lot of really political, um, tough, like politically tough situations. Right. And so have a lot of other presidents' kids. Yeah. <laughs> so um he's definitely trying to tread like trying to use his dad's name to to build up his own cachet um i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be really tough to i i think because the the way that the um the investigation like this is gonna play out this right. whataboutism and we're gonna lose this nuance of all people are gonna be focused on is biden was in ukraine gave a quid pro quo and his son was working while his son was, was on the board of a energy right, company right. in Ukraine. That's all they're going to hear. And they're going to, in the, you can already see, um, Oh, I see it. You can already see the, oh, Repu- yeah. you can already see the, the Republican and Senate committee members sitting there and bringing, like turning the same thing they did with Mueller yeah. and saying, well, what about this? What, what about, about this? We'll bring, yeah. up, we'll bring up struck. We'll bring up all of these different things. Well, what about P, uh, steel and the, and the steel dossier and all this, all this other stuff that's ancillary, but it, 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 it diverts from what it diverts the eyes and the attention away from what's the real matter at hand. And mm-hmm. we're going to lose all of this. We're going to lose all this nuance in the media. Right. As one side wants to crucify the president right now because they don't like him, and the other side wants to defend him regardless, right. and we're going to lose all of this stuff in the middle that really does matter. And once again, I do. Th- I don't think, honestly, I don't think this does result in impeachment. I don't think so either. So, I think you have a great point in in questioning or asking listeners or citizens of the United States, like how f- how much are are you willing to be okay with? And you kind of asked this last week, but it's the same with this, like. Are you okay with these this behavior, this what is said in this conversation, what is implied by this conversation? Mm-hmm. How much are you okay with? Yeah, and how far is that going to go mm-hmm. and continue to go? Yeah, and I think it's because we've become so singular focused on an is- on issues, and a lot of it yes. has, has to do with with the gun issue. Yeah, and. I don't know. And, and when you have politicians like Beto O'Rourke heightening that rhetoric, we're coming for your ARs. Of course, we're going to come for your ARs. You have people saying that Kamala Harris saying she would use executive action. It, it instills even more fear in those single is- in single issue voters. And it makes it hard for you to for me to for for someone to answer the question is protection of the Second Amendment full stop in your mind. Like, right. No limitations on guns worth the degradation of our democracy right but then i don't know but maybe they don't see it like that because the the news they consume is is not even talking about potentially what trump has done they're all focused on fox news is is non-stop talk about biden from the beginning oh i know so it's it depends on what i guess it depends on what news sources you consume Mm -hmm. a lot has to do with how you frame your reality right and to them, I think not only can they protect their guns, but 
Trump hasn't done anything wrong right. in their mind because right. that's what they've been told. Mm. But how much has Trump really done wrong? I don't know. I haven't legally or impeachable offenses. It's hard to say at the moment. Right. Like we, we don't know. There's still going to be a lot more to come out about this. But the actions themselves, the stuff we do know that has happened, sending Giuliani to Ukraine, um, using the office of the president to try to bring in help from a foreign government to aid your campaign. Mm -hmm. Those are, regardless of what Biden did or didn't do, Mm -hmm. that's still not okay. Right. Right. And and if Biden, if it comes out, there's still more more stuff to come out about Biden. Mm -hmm. If it's true that Biden did do something wrong. The book's not completely closed on this. Right. If, if Biden did do something wrong, then he should have to, I don't know, answer for it, step step down from his campaign. He's not an elected right. official anymore. So, what, I mean, is it is it prisonable? Uh, we don't know. Right. We don't know any of this stuff. But I wouldn't vote for it if it comes out that he, like Biden's been my favorite for the, from the Democratic right. ticket. If it comes out that he, he did stuff He's done. Like I don't. Right. Like, he's he's done in my mind. Right. Uh, so I don't. I don't know why. Is he I his have... biggest opponent? Is that why they're focusing on him? Yeah. I mean, if you look at him in the polls, he's right. got a double digit lead on everybody. Oh. I mean, he's ten plus points above Warren. He's like well between seven and ten up on mm-hmm. Warren, depending on what poll you look at, and he's over ten up on Bernie. Right. So wow. and there's no other candidate over ten over ten percent in in the polls. So interesting. And most are around one percent. So it looks Attack like him. the way the way the Democratic um, primary system works with superdelegates. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very, very hard to unsee Biden unless something like this completely derails him. Right. Which you can see the allure of going to Ukraine and being like, hey, what kind of dirt's there? Yeah. You can see that. You can see it, right? You can see why you would want to. Yeah, yeah. You look at his his um, his uh, interview with George Stephanopoulos where he was like, why wouldn't I ask like someone from Norway? Yeah. Comes to you with information. Mm hmm. I, I would listen to it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call the FBI. Who calls the FBI? Right? Like, that's... He says this explicitly say, yeah. talking to George Stephanopoulos yeah. after berating his his, uh, his chief of staff for coughing. But... Yeah, well, that was great. <laughs> the... Um, so, it... I don't know. I it, I just... I find this really, really... I find this really, really tough. Yeah. Because... Um, just the fact that, like... He side like just the fact that he sidelined the ambassador to Ukraine in something that was dealing directly with the Ukrainian government, something very very sensitive and and with a country where you're looking geopolitically is very very fraught, especially if you're, if you're trying to combat the the expansion of of Russia. Right. Trying to potentially sour the relationship with Ukraine over trying to get dirt on a political opponent like that in itself is is isn't great right. anyway i don't know it just we're gonna lose all i just know all of this is not going to be none of this going to matter because he's either guilty right now because he, he's been guilty for everything else mm-hmm. or he's completely innocent and it doesn't it doesn't matter there is no room for I don't nuance know anymore i would say completely innocent but getting away with it because he's gotten away with everything I'm just saying in the minds of the people who support him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In the minds of people who hate him, he's guilty no matter what. They don't care. They don't care what you can bring up otherwise. He's Mm -hmm. guilty. Mm -hmm. Or he's completely innocent. Mm -hmm. Either way, it doesn't matter. They just have been, it's, it's, um, everybody there. I feel like there's always, there's, there's, there's a sect of people on the left that have just been waiting for something like this 
or the next thing right. to be like, impeach him mm-hmm. without any sort of process. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to bring up something you and I kind of talked about last uh, night. Yes, that's a perfect segue. That was good. Okay. Um, so I, t- I sent you a tweet from AOC. Representative she- Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <sighs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I don't know. If, I mean, I'm assuming people know AOC, right? I would hope so okay. if you're listening to this show. Yeah, right. We talked about <laughs> uh, she says he can stay, he can go, he can be impeached or voted out in 2020. But removing Trump will not remove the infrastructure, an entire party that embraced him, the dark money that funded him, the online radicalization that drummed his army, nor the racism he amplified and reanimated. Hmm. What do you think about that? <laughs> That's exactly what your response was when I texted you. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's a proponent of radicalization. Yeah. I agree. What the fuck are you talking about? She uses such extreme language and rhetoric constantly. Yeah. But it gets clicks. It does, but now you're... Uh, I think she has a good point in what she's saying overall. But it's kind of... But it's Trump rhetoric. Right, a lot, it? it's a lot of a lot of stuff that Trump says in the broad scope of things oh, isn't okay. necessarily wrong, but he uses such incendiary language uh-huh. to get to that bigger point that it creates divisiveness. Right, that's basically saying like, yeah, okay, we we get the point. Like, Trump is a symptom, not like okay. the cause of this current political division. Right, but. There's like Republicans are the enemy, right? It's like they're. That's why you read that. It's this dark. It's this dark money, right? It's okay. insidious. Okay. It's this evil that exists within this Republican okay. party. That's how I read it. That's okay. how I heard it. I see that. Yeah, she doesn't say that the system. She's kind of. She's specifically talking about Republicans. Exactly. The entire party, she mm-hmm. says. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily true because what's his name came out. And uh, Mitt Romney said that this is deeply troubling. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Senate r- voted unanimously to make the transcripts of that conversation public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there has been times where it seems the Republicans have given uh, unjust cover right, right. to this president. But, I don't know. I, I feel like to... I just I don't know the the blaming of Trump for these shootings I think is a is a political dead end. Yeah. Um and honestly it's wrong. I don't right, think they right. should be like I don't think presidential candidates should be standing on on the stage saying that tr- uh Trump uh, yeah. Trump like these shootings in El the shooting in El Paso mm-hmm. in in Ohio happened because of Trump. Like I don't know. Like am I wrong for saying that I think it's wrong for them to say that he's directly responsible for that i feel like that's no i, I think it's a it's that's a step, shady it's a step too that's, far that's that is dirty it is dirty i think that's dirty mm-hmm. I, I, to blame him like that is is shady real quick um i just wanted to point out uh something that i heard trump say Okay. Recently, um, I think within like yesterday, maybe or two days ago. Either way, I really appreciate his concern for precedent setting, because he said it was a dangerous precedent releasing transcripts from the phone calls with foreign leaders. So, I just appreciate this president's, you know, concern of of setting dangerous precedents. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Now he knows what precedent means. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> Someone probably told him to say that. Yeah, yes. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for now, now precedent and process matters. Yeah, to a yeah, guy who, exactly. The guy to a guy who's wanted to weaponize and consolidate power in the executive branch, mm-hmm. not just the executive branch, but the seat of the presidency. Right, like just his Oval Office, and really has marginalized even parts. I mean, other presidents have consolidated power in the executive branch. This isn't new to Trump. Right. But what is new to Trump is the further consolidation of power down to a very select few within the Oval Office mm-hmm. in even excluding most of the executive bureaucracies. Right. He's that's using his own con- lawyer. That's concerning. <laughs> that yeah. is really concerning, especially for, for people who claim to be conservatives who want who who want checks and balances. Right. Within the government. Yeah. So in in actual co-equal branches, not just in not just in in language, but in actual practice. Right. And that's the calling supposedly the calling card of conservatism. Apparently not anymore. Nope. Drain the swamp, burn the system. But he can only do that by by becoming a monarch. So then he has unilateral power. He can then drain the swamp, and then we're just going to magically go back to co-equal the branches. Way it was. That power. Yeah, because you really think someone's going to relinquish that kind of power, especially someone with term limits that he's when he's out, someone stepping back into that office now with all of that, with that power already, mm-hmm. with that power already there. Right. No, forget about it. No. Like that's, that's a pipe dream. That's a, no that's one, a wet, that is a wet dream of, yeah. of radicals. No one's going to come in and go, okay, I, I'm, I'm ready to give up all this power. Let's lessen my abilities to do things. Maybe we do find someone Maybe. Who's, who's naturally altruistic. Yeah. But. I think history has taught us that that's um, uh, that that is uh, not realistic. Yeah, you got you have like seven years before you can even run. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh. even know if I trust myself with power, man. I I don't know. I don't I know. love that. Who are you, fucking Dumbledore? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I don't think I would be a good. I don't think I'd be a good president. Really? I, no, I don't think I would be. Oh, I. I I think just looking like psycho, like this analyzing, is interesting. Analy- okay. analyzing myself. Yeah, I I think I would be too. Um, I rattle too quickly. I take things away too personally, and I think that I would. Um, I don't think I would be an effective leader. Jake, that's why you have me in your cabinet to be like <laughs> pump the brakes. I say you're going too hard. You're going too hard in the paint right now. Well, yeah, and not only that, but I think I, I, I second guess myself too much. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, really well, that's ne- true. I'm not an. I don't think I would be. A, I don't think I would be a good executive. I think I would be a great advisor to a good president. I think. I think so. But you'd I don't. Be an imposter syndrome up there as president. You'd be like, I don't deserve to be here. Everybody knows it. Oh God, <laughs> don't ask me about what countries I've been to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jake, why haven't you been in the Maldives yet? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's Jacob. <laughs> Oh gosh! All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. No, it's next week. TTR. Next week is TTR. Okay, so we're recording uh, to the Republic Friday. So yeah, and that'll release next week on KXRW, or you can listen on our podcast after. We try to release it after it airs, so yeah. there's no conflict with. They don't do Nielsen ratings, but we just want to make sure that people listen people there. People first. listen there first. So. Um. So yeah, for to the Republic, we're going to talk. I mean, we talked about it here a little bit about the um, about a Republican democracy, but I think we're going to get more in depth and break down different democracies mm-hmm. and get more specific into the different democracies and the different republics and probably some examples. Yeah. And what, and what that means for the United States mm-hmm. and 
the system and why things are the way they are. And it's it's by structural design, not by accident. Right. So, so check that out next week, and we will talk to you all personally from Say What You Mean in two weeks. And one last thing. No. It, well, sorry. Okay. Just, well, just culture, like my cultural mentor thing. Please reach out to me if you're interested. Oh yeah, I talked about it last week. Um, my personal phone number is just because my email is way too long to recite. You're is, gonna give that out? Yeah, no. <laughs> I guess that's not a good idea. I'm so glad I stopped you. Okay, call call the the say what you mean message line. Yes, and let me know with your personal with your information, your email or whatever. Oh, I just saved your life right there. If bro. you if you want to um. If you want to help me in that endeavor, let me pull that number up real quick. Okay. Um, one thing I did want to bring up now that you're talking about like cultural nonsense that you're doing. <laughs> it is nonsense. <laughs> I, I would agree. don't like it. Um, so real quick, hold on. That phone number is loading. 360-836-0496. Once again, that's 360-836-0496. So call and give us a review and tell us we suck. But also... If you uh, rep- if you feel like you're from a different culture outside of the United States or within the United States and Jake needs help having an interview with you and you'd love to, to do that, call that number. Leave a voicemail. We'll call you back. Thank you. Thank you. Real quick. Guy, interesting little just anecdote from, from what I've seen in, uh, recently with different interactions and conversations I've had. So this guy I work with, he's from Morocco. Okay. And he moved to the United States when he was nine years old. And uh, we were, I don't know why we were talking, we were talking about like pets for some reason. My boss, me, and then this driver. And my boss tells us, for some reason we were talking about uh, pets and my boss was like, yeah, I have the ashes of my dogs from 15 years ago in my closet. And this guy from Morocco is just flabbergasted by that. He's like, I don't get people in the United States and pets. Like, I just don't understand that. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, because we don't have pets in Africa. Like, that's just not what we do. And, uh, he's like asking my boss, like, why do you have the ashes still? And he's like, I don't know. We did it for the kids. And I'm like, but the kids don't have them. You do. And he's like, well, yeah, I guess. So then the guy from Morocco is telling me about how like pets don't exist because it's wildlife. It's all wildlife in Africa. Um, and everything in Africa will eat you. So they might be friendly if they're fed, but if they're hungry, they'll eat you. And uh, he said when he first came to the United States, he was like nine years old. Um, and he went over to a friend's house. And at the f- friend's house, the dog, who's just a dog, excited, jumped up on like t- jumped up on him. And he said he was terrified and started screaming because in Africa, doll dogs, are, the dogs are wild. Mm-hmm. And he didn't understand that that was a pet and it was there and it was friendly and fascinating. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So then I'm talking to Clay. Clay and Taryn live up in Seattle and Clay's talking about how there's a, a, a large Indian population. Mm-hmm. And in India, the... Um, the dogs are wild as well, and he Clay has a new puppy. It's a big old dog, um, and but he's a he's a puppy. He's got the mind of a puppy, so he wants to jump up and greet everybody. And he said that it jumped up on this Indian woman and sh- in public, and she screamed bloody murder because she was just terrified of this wild dog. Crazy, isn't that crazy? So that he is. says he's kind of like, and and because of where he lives, it's like right next to Taco Bell. 
I said where he works. Oh, well. Uh, uh, and there's a lot of people who work, who live near that where they work. So he's kind of, and, and there are a lot of the, the employees of Taco Bell are Indian. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I had to like kind of pull back on bringing my dog to work because people are terrified of my dog. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that interesting? That is very interesting. That's so crazy that we just have these pets and to other people, that's bizarre. Mm-hmm. And and this this guy from Morocco just couldn't. He's like, I don't get you guys and your pets. Yeah, that's really interesting because China has a massive golden retriever population mm-hmm. that are like brutalized. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot. There's several um, like non like there's several uh, private organizations that try to re- like rescue goldens mm-hmm. in China. And it's it's interesting because like I don't th- that culture I don't think values pets like right. we do either. Right. But you can see like the tran like the transference of of, of culture, like mm-hmm. trying to replicate the United States in a way. Mm-hmm. Like like oh we're gonna like they have golden retrievers. Like we're gonna have golden retrievers, but they don't like value pets in the same way. So they end up like giving them up and huh. like or giving them to meat markets or they're yeah. like they're awfully like they're treated terribly. Right. And to us, like that's that's brutal. Like how can you like beat a golden retriever? Right. But to the, I mean to them it's just it's not a pet it's just right. it's just you know it's a dog it's a beast it's an animal so it, it's it's trying That's so weird so it's trying to like not place a va- like a value judgment right. but right. then also like we feel like heartbroken for like these yes. these pictures of these golden retrievers and they're super like malnourished and mm-hmm. mistreated and we're like that's awful and to them they're like well i mean it's it's an animal it's, it's an a animal. wild animal yeah. it's a beast it's if you're hunting you'd eat it so you try not to place like a value judgment at the same time like you want to rescue right them, and it's just like it's it's weird about how like that transference of culture. Yeah. And anyway, we don't <laughs> the guy from Morocco is like, your, your animals here, they have, they have like air conditioning and heating and their own blankets and they have their own toys and they have their own beds. And yeah. And, I mean, you look at my two dogs, they like, have like nine beds. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, but, Isn't that weird? Yeah. I love it. It's, it's so interesting. So yeah, if uh, you're interested in helping Jake with his, what is the class? Uh, intercultural communications. Then uh, hit him up, call that phone number. Or check out our email. I think it's posted on our social media. Mm-hmm. Um, bye. Bye. Say what you mean. Thank you.